Got it. Step one, I infiltrate the lab. Two, find the head scientist's computer. That lady with the bike is the head scientist. I saw her in this documentary at school. Cool. Step three, I re-examine my personal biases. Step four, I hack the computer. It's not technically hacking. It's kind of... Now, hold on. I just lost my train of thought. Step five, download the important stuff. I'll know it when I see it. Step six, I grab a bagel from the cafeteria and run. So what am I doing? Uh, step seven, you stay here. Your lookout. Very important. Look, man, you gotta teach me how to do Spider-Man stuff, or I'm not gonna be able to help. All right. Ugh. Watch and learn, kid. I'll quiz you later. With great power come great listeners. Oh, my Lord. And welcome to Cinematic Saga's Watching the Web. Watching the Web? We're watching the web, and guess what? We're done. We've watched the last web. There's no webs left to be had. No webs, everybody. I'm Beth. I'm Chris, online, known, known as Simmy, because he's a dork and has an online <laughs> known as. But we also have a special guest. Barely. We, he barely made it. He barely made it. I did actually threaten to not let him watch this with us if he didn't shut up. Like eight times in the <laughs> last two least. minutes. But. Why don't you introduce yourself? My son has joined us. That's not him yet. And now you can talk. Hello, my name is Dalton, and I will be helping with these two dorks. <laughs> I'm not a dork. Well, he thinks I'm a dork, oh, but yes he's you 10. Are. He's a bigger dork. <laughs> anyway, we just watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and like all the movies we have watched before, this is not Chris's first time viewing it. Oh, it might no. be his 30th. Who knows? For Dalton and I, it was round one. And Dalton, what did you think? I really liked the movie. I I thought that it was very action-packed, and I really liked that. You enjoyed it? Mm-hmm. Really you can't say, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't yeah. nod your head. You can say, mm-hmm, <laughs> you can't nod your head. Dalton nodded his head, everyone at home who can't see. He nodded his head when he said, mm-hmm. Just so you know, Dalton, she does this on every recording. She points out when someone does something visually. Sometimes I'll say, I'll do something in quotes, and I'll do the quotes with my fingers. And she'll be like, hey, everybody, he did quotes with her with his fingers. Actually, and, and, I or, or, call them air quotes. Thank you. Quote me properly. I'll quote you however I want. It's my podcast. You're just on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to see how this goes. I'm not going to talk for a while. All right. Last so- time I checked, most of y'all listened for me. But anyway, Dalton, why don't you tell us something you liked about it, since you're the guest? I'd say I really liked how the villains took a huge role. They were... You can just talk. You don't have to try to make it sound any certain way. Just talk how you normally would. No big deal. They were very, um... They were the biggest role, probably. You think they were a bigger role than the Spider-Mans? All the different Spider-Mans? Men? Spider-Man? Yes. People. There was a spider. Yeah. Yeah, spider people. Well, I would the say pig's so. not a people. What? He was kind of a people. You are a I people. I love the pig. Spider-Ham. Yeah, he's fun. I loved him. I, I liked, for me, I liked the way everything was balanced and every piece of it tells a story. So, like, not only the way the art on the screen happens. So, like, sometimes if you pause it, you'll get, like, a comic book-like page. 
But you also get things like the difference between before Miles is Spider-Man and after he's Spider-Man. Like, why are my thoughts so loud? And you see him on the screen. Yes. And the music, the way it changes, and the way different themes move together and all that stuff. Like, every piece. Chris will dork out, so just smile and nod. It's what I do. Every piece tells the story, and it all comes together to be really awesome. That's why I like it. It's also because it's Spider-Man, and he's the best. Dork. Yes. And so is my mother. Yes. Agreed. Whatever. Beth, why don't you tell us what you liked about the movie? You didn't even ask me if I liked the movie yet. I know you liked the movie. <laughs> I didn't like it as much as I expected to like it, though. Really? I, I I really expected I would enjoy it more. It was a lot of what I expected other movies to be like. Mm. And I... Uh, the bam, splat, comic book stuff I could have done without. <laughs> On my ideas. Whatever. <laughs> I could have done without all of that. That is too over the top for me. Some of it was really fun. Mm-hmm. And some of it, I think they even managed in this movie, even though it wasn't dark during the fights, you couldn't tell what was going on. Just like in a lot of Marvel movies. Hmm. See, I I would I thought everything was real clear all the time, so I don't I don't get that at all. So we we just it's different different things for different people. So have you thought about how you 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 like the villains? What what is it that you liked about the villains, it, Dalton? It was because I liked how they played a huge role. They were actually strong. It wasn't like they were defeated instantly. Yeah, okay, so was, you liked that they kind of kept being a threat all the way yes. through the movie. And I also liked where the other spiders would, um, like, glitch out. I thought mm. it was cool. Yeah, the glitching was very cool. A different di- they're from a different dimension. That was cool. And the glitching started from the very beginning of the movie. The title card uh-huh. had the glitching stuff in it, which is cool. Yes. And they were all, con- it was consistent throughout all of them. They mm-hmm. all were having that issue. Um... I have some other inconsistency issues. Okay. But um, as far as that goes, that was consistent. The fact that, you know, Miles um, didn't stick to a wall after he was sticking to everything else. Little inconsistent. He bounces off. Little weird. But it is consistent because he's inconsistently sticking to things. Well, I guess He has zero control over it. Kind of true. I thought it was really funny when Peter Parker Spider-Man, uh, Peter B. Parker Spider-Man, yes. told him uh, to um, do whatever it does to make him relax, and he chose to sing, not well, but chose to sing out loud when they are trying to be uh, sly. Mm-hmm. And I also was like, how, when he was sticking so much and he would try and pull off, uh, he would break off all the paint and stuff. Mm-hmm. He would break the whole Yeah, he, he, he was sticking so hard to things that he would actually pull parts of them with him, which didn't even go away when he was, quote unquote, in control. You know, that first jump after he's in control, he pulls some of that glass that, with that, him, yes. showing that, yes, he's got more control, but it's still inconsistent for him, which and I liked. He's a lot of- He's very strong. He's got a lot of power that he hasn't yet yes. figured out. Yes, he's he's got the what they call the venom strike and the the fight or flight reflex, the invisibility thing. Is he venom? 
No, it's called a venom strike. Okay, just checking. I because see, I don't. I yeah, don't it's even understand it's just that. one of those things that uh, are from the comics, and then they throw it in as a very quick thing. Basically, the way they present it in the movie, Peter B. Parker is the one who names that for him. So he says, "Venom, strike me right now," and it's talking about that electricity thing. Oh yeah. Okay. I also thought a big moment was when he broke the rock. Oh, yeah. He realized he was... Oh, he that was new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. Like, it was It was a lot of cool things. Did not know that. I noticed Clyde! Yep, you noticed Clyde. And you even named him your incorrect but correct way. Yes, I was consistent. Yes. With calling Stan Lee yes. Clyde. That's right. He looks like a Clyde. Everybody, <laughs> go look up a picture of Stan Lee and tell me he doesn't look like Clyde. He's a dork. I would think he looks like Stan Lee. Since looks that's like his name. Clyde. <laughs> oh come on, Mom. but 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 I uh, but I don't know. But my, my that's a big but. <laughs> you talking about yours? Ooh. You're welcome. This is not going well, and I'm saying um as often as Chris is now. He's going to have to start cutting it out of mine, too. You already say it more than me, just so you know. Oh, did you count? <laughs> somehow that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> somehow that does not surprise me at all. No, it's because it's because you put more thought into these things than we used to. Probably true. Whereas I have, I've been told to back off on some of that, so I don't have to think as hard, which is nice. <laughs> it's it's actually interesting to listen to our yeah go back and listen to them now from the beginning it's very interesting to listen to myself <laughs> was there something else you didn't like or that you I, yeah i don't just can't know. remember i i totally lost my train so so the there only... were lots of in this movie flying <laughs> randomly <laughs> well those are those are subways yeah subway trains you're welcome and sometimes in a room, a toilet flies. <laughs> Remember yeah. when the whole room? There was a lot of random stuff yeah. happening. <laughs> now, one thing that I find weird, but this time I noticed something that I hadn't ever really put together before. Gwen Stacy, Spider-Woman, or as the comics call her, Spider-Gwen, she's the only one who time travels through it all. Like, she gets sent back a week before the events happen. Yes. Which is weird. Oh, yeah. And I put it together because I said, huh. And you said, yes. During the movie, Gwen Stacy in the Garfield movies is who he ends up with. Yes. Right? Yeah. And in the, the, but the uh, Maguire movies, he was with MJ. Right. Who was also. But the other, uh, Gwen was in the, in, uh. The McGuire movies, too, wasn't she? She was in the third one, yes. Yes, okay, because I knew I... Because she was that fashion model that he saved. Right, and then kissed when he shouldn't have. Right. And so, yes. So that's interesting <laughs> that... But she's Spider-Woman. Yeah. So in that in that storyline, she gets bit by the spider, and her friend Peter is still a smart scientist. So you get kind of a more punk rock... Gwen Stacy, and you get scientist Peter Parker, who ends up becoming the lizard. So when she was fighting the lizard, she accidentally hits him so hard it kills him, and that's where what she's saying the whole time: like I don't do friends anymore. Like yeah, things I happen. But I didn't know that. I didn't know her storyline, so right. I didn't and it was interesting. it was interesting. They gave you just enough that you can hook onto her, 
They don't tell you all of it, which is another thing. I, they handled the way they bring in each of the spider people very well, because Gwen Stacy and Peter B. Parker are very integral to the story, whereas Penny Parker and Spider-Ham and Spider-Noir, the black and white one, yeah, Spider-Noir, yeah. aren't as integral to the storyline. Right. They're important, but they aren't as closely interwoven with everything that's going on. Yeah, I didn't like that that whole Japanese anime spider person either. That one working for See, me. See, she's she's weird. I but don't like it. It's what? also the the one with the robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably like it. It's kind of Pokemon-y. Yes, I love Pokemon. <laughs> He's been watching Pokemon uh, series on Netflix. Yeah, I'm waiting for a Soul and Shield anime to come out. But so he's been watching that, which is a little more Japanese-ish mm-hmm. looking. Yes, and um, I don't... Uh, it is a Japanese I anime. I don't yeah. care for Japanese anime. But even if you don't like it, you can probably admit that the way they did her animation... Even though it was very distinctly anime style. And very distinctly annoying. It still, oh, it didn't take away from what was going on. It no, fit it did in not. real well. It did not. So they, they still managed to characterize her distinctly and make it fit. Which, again, is kind of what I think is cool. I mean, Spider-Man Noir, they could have just thrown him in and made him be colorful like everyone else. But they chose to keep him in that black and white style and, and call it out. This cage, that's so cool. <laughs> I um also liked the um spider robot. Like my mom said, I love Pokemon. So. Yeah, and, and when she jumps I'm in, she's basically it. jumping into a big Pokeball. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. And then the Pokeball got broken. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, her whole story is, is weird because she's got a psychic connection to a spider and the spider controls the robot. It's weird, right? Yeah, and it yeah, really yeah. makes I, doesn't make I, much sense. I, I don't know who would want that. But I mean, for all of that, they put her in very well. Spider Ham, even like he's not even huge in the comics. He was, I think, he was just a, a one or two page little thing. He wasn't. He was a blurb. He didn't have much going on, and they still managed to give him a lot of fun. Oh man! I mean, he's a he spider was, who was bitten he, by a radioactive pig. That's what they—that's what they show on there. It's so weird. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> a spider bitten by a pig. Radioactive I'm pig. A radioactive yeah. pig. Yeah, and he is uh, so porky pig. It's amazing <laughs> when the anvil dropped. <laughs> when the anvil dropped on that scorpion thing, <laughs> it was amazing because to me, that was Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about? Fisk or Kingpin, the real big dude. Well, I thought he looked like a giant rectangle, first of all. <laughs> yes. And don't you have any opinions before I start just talking again? I really thought, like, why is his head like. Why he had no why neck? Why did he have no neck? And why was his head just a block? Like, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, his head looked almost <laughs> like you cracked an egg on top of some big. Like a square piece of toast, yeah. <laughs> except a really big one. <laughs> it's it's one of those it's one of those choices in this movie that I don't know if I like. I think it works because they did they kind of just make him instead of having this whole backstory for him, they kind of let his body fill in <laughs> because you know he is supposed to be a larger than life 
character who's a mob t- style yeah, he, runs all the like. all crime. And instead of like trying to sell us on all of that, they just make him a larger than life character. But then they try to give us this backstory about, you know, him upsetting his mm-hmm. family and chasing them off and then they get in a horrific car crash. Yeah. And and now he's trying to bring them back from another dimension, I'm guessing, is yes. what's going on. And I get this is a cartoon, but I didn't care. I didn't <laughs> care. I didn't like him. I didn't want him to get his family back. He was obviously bad to begin with. And his family would be fine, better in another dimension without him. <laughs> but that's a very stereotypical um, villain thing. To go to these weird, destructive lengths to try and get your family back. To, to go into villainhood sometimes because something like that happened. Oh, he was probably I, already a bad guy when that happened. Oh yeah, no he well, was. Well, clearly he was I, trying to kill Spider-Man. I wanted something bigger with, like, tentacles, you know? I thought it would be really cool. Well, we had Doc Ock. Well, yeah. You <laughs> can't have another tentacle person. No, Gonna mix things can't. up. Yeah. Now, Doc Ock sure. was a very cool reveal. Oh, yes. She was in the the, the video uh, in school. She was explaining the oh, multiverse theory. Oh, she was. And Miles was very per- perfectly positioned. So you, all you saw was Dr. Olivia, and then you see her face. Blocking off Octavius, hiding yes. that reveal a little longer. And then you get into even the uh, the Alchemex facility, and you kind of get the feeling that she's being pushed upon. You know, he's... Right, right. Like she's some hippie chick. Right. Is but what she came across as. Until she starts talking to Peter B, and, and, and then finally she's like, and I can't wait to watch. And you're like... Oh, she's a bad guy. But if you know, if it, it, I didn't notice the first time through. I'm, I'm geeking out because on the desk she's got a piece of the the tentacle, and we'd seen that tentacle in Peter Parker, the first Peter Parker's little story flashback. Uh, he held her. He got held by it once. Yeah. It, a piece of it was on the desk, and when she's talking to Peter B, a piece of it's behind her on a little stand. So Penny. it's all sitting there, and. If you notice her glasses and in her office, yeah. all octagonal, like it's all there. <laughs> but until you know the reveal, like, why would you ever think of that? Re- I mean, really, you're focused on the story. No. I didn't no. notice. I didn't know. But it, did you like that version of Dr. Octopus? Because we saw a different one already. The one, yeah, I, it was a chick. Yeah. It wasn't a chick. It was the other one. I was so confused. <laughs> But yeah, that was it. That was cool. That part was, in fact, I liked all of that scene. <laughs> that whole breaking in thing, and and that that. What did you think, Dalton? About the about Doctor Octopus and that whole Alchemax yeah, stuff. I thought it was really cool because it was one of those things that just suddenly happens. Mm-hmm. It wasn't revealed slowly or anything. It just like, oh wait, what? <laughs> it's just this quick. We're going this way, and you think, oh, she's going to be sympathetic. She's going to help. No big deal. And all of a sudden, no, 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 Big bad guy. <laughs> it, was, it was very cool way they kind of did all of that. You didn't get much development on the other bad guys, because we also saw the, the big guy that was always with Fisk. The yeah, pale the grayish guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, I believe he's called Tombstone. Okay. If I remember correctly. And then he looks like granite. The the scorpion guy is the yeah. scorpion. 
a different version of the Scorpion. We haven't seen one. He has been foreshadowed in the MCU, though. So I'll point that out when we get there. Oh, good. Oh, God. Something else I haven't seen yet, guys. And I learned, everyone, I want you to know, I learned tonight why we could not watch this movie (laughs) until we watched five others. Would you like to know why? I had to watch the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies before I was allowed to watch this for one scene, y'all. One scene. You know what it was? Him dancing down the street. That was it. (laughs) Dancing down the street. That was my payoff for sitting through five other movies before we could watch this one. Was about a five seconds of dancing down the street. It wasn't literally the only reason. It was just the main one. It was was the main ring. Five five seconds. Five seconds. You also got to see... You also got to see and understand who Spider-Man was going into this because they and going into the MCU ones because they don't delve deep into that. That you it's not like those other, this isn't like those other ones where they kind of really dig into what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man. It's it's really just go. Well that that's true. I would I wouldn't have known a lot of things I knew watching this movie had we not watched those others beforehand. I just thought it was so funny when he was so excited for that one little scene at the beginning <laughs> of him dancing down the street and said, this is the reason you had to watch those. Every time I thought about us watching Spider-Verse, that's the scene that springs to mind because it's such a funny little one-off thing where he does it and he goes, we don't talk about that. <laughs> that is something i enjoyed in this that they did not steer away from the little quips or little one-off jokes from all of them Mm -hmm. there were little little things that just made me chuckle throughout because i mean no matter where they all come from in the end they are all spider people and that's a thing about spider-man he he has that serious tone but he also he tries to take it casually. That's that's my favorite thing about Peter B. Parker is we get to see kind of the opposite end of all of this. Normally we see a superhero kind of being quote unquote born. Would you like to point out what I just did? Uh-huh. No. Okay. <laughs> He's not even worth it. <laughs> so normally we see like the the inception of superhero. Or we see kind of them coming into their power. Peter B. Parker is sort of the end of all that. He's been doing it for 20, what do you say, two years? Yes. And he is tired and he is worn out. life and and life has taken its toll. I wanted to say, what do you guys think about Miles' dad, the police? What did you think about Miles' dad? Yeah, why don't you tell us what you thought? I liked him because he was the one who inspired Miles through Mm -hmm. all this. He was the one who made Miles do all this because he was his inspiration, and that's how he broke out of the webs. That mm-hmm. um, Peter B. Um, yeah, that pe- that yeah, that real Spider. First, second. what we know is Spider Man. Yeah, second, and that's what got him to break out of the webs and do everything he did. Yeah, to believe in himself. Because if if you notice before then, when he's talking to Peter B. and he's not able to do any of his stuff. He's saying, 
I have to do this. You have to let me make him pay. It's a very selfish reason he's doing these things. Then he listens to his dad, and his dad's like, no, I push you. I want you to do well, but ultimately, it's your choice, which makes this one of the few superhero movies where the superhero has that crisis and doesn't come over the hump because something tragic happens or because he's getting revenge. It's because he decides, you know what's right. It's scary. It's hard. I'm not going to be great at it, but it needs to be done. And so that allows him to calm and take control. And take the leap of faith right. that Peter B. told him he needed to take. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he he had some strong male role models mm-hmm. because his uncle, uh, once you realize, before you realize he's a bad guy, what was he called? Aaron. Oh, the Prowler. 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 Before you find out his uncle Aaron is the Prowler. Purple Ooh. Iron Man, if you want. Okay. That's the way you normally name things. Purple Iron Man. <laughs> See, I wasn't going that way. It was a little panthery to me. Purple Panther. I thought it was sort of like Black Panther. But anyway, <laughs> while uh, Prowler, because I was trying to be appropriate. <laughs> I, I had to fill was, in for you. Uh, before we knew he was that Aaron was that guy, he was really trying to get Miles to believe in himself and to, you know, he might not have been doing it the best way, but he was very much trying to... That's the comics version. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, I like him. (laughs) And, uh, but, so anyway, I think Miles felt like he could talk to him and Mm -hmm. go to him, and so Miles had him, um... Before he realized he really had his dad. Well, and, and and Uncle Aaron fits into that role that a lot of people have. I had an uncle basically like that who... Doesn't even matter if they're a lot like your dad or not. They represent a person away from what you know and what is familiar because they don't scold you like right. your, your dad does. And so you you have that person. I had an Uncle John... So he has Uncle Aaron. And then you start getting things from Uncle Aaron like, oh, yeah, your dad and I used to do stuff like that. And he's like, wait, that's not that's not the dad I know. So it's a, it's a movie also of discovery of Miles kind of realizing, wait a minute, there's not just one side to per- a person. He gets it a little more literally because literally. he gets literally. two people. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he uh, definitely, I agree with Dalton's assessment of dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and coming from a different perspective, from the parent perspective, mm-hmm. I could see what, it, you know, his dad was just really trying to push him to be his best the whole time. Uh-huh. Um, and Miles doesn't see it that way. He sees it as being controlled. Right. Because that's what you see mm-hmm. it as when you're a kid, especially when you're a teenager, which I'm presuming he is just mm-hmm. because he was talking about puberty. Yeah, he was in high school. And so... uh I thought, of, but I, I really thought that was amazing that you could see that talk when the, his dad was at the door talking to him through it and he was tied up and he couldn't talk back even if he wanted to, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that that was his turning point. That was what it took for him to believe in himself, knowing his dad believed in him. That was mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Oh, oh, I never finished my point earlier. So Spider-Gwen. Oh, see, look, we almost got away, everyone. <laughs> so so she gets blown into the week before. 
in the very beginning of the movie, we see our first Peter Parker, who tells us, you know, hey, this is why I am. I've been doing it for 10 years. Uh, yeah, now. blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. We also see scenes at the Collider, which is kind of weird because we haven't seen any of that yet. But then we rewind to the beginning of that day. So, like, the movie kind of foreshadows time travel, quote unquote. Right. By starting us and showing us stuff further on and then coming back. <laughs> Dalton is now trying to get Beth to point out that I made the air Dalton quotes again. Dalton is actually making fun of Chris. He's just doing it quietly. She's over here air quoting. Actually, his look like little bunny foo-foos hopping through the forest is what's going on over here. But but I'd never actually noticed that we kind of, like, I'd, I'd seen it, but I never made that connection of we immediately rewind. I was tired of rewinding. I was worried that I would be tired. I thought the way they handled it was great because we get to see a lot of the same scenes just played in a different world. So you see, you know, Coca-Cola versus Coca-Soda in the billboards they pass. So little things like that, you see those little changes to the world. Like the Snapchat. What was it? Picto something? Yeah. Picto chat? Picto snap? Picto snap. Something like that. But like... If you look around, like, there's also one further on that's the red man group instead of the blue man group. Oh, funny. (laughs) There's little things like that all throughout. And I like that we're not on our Earth. Yeah. Like, we, our story is on a different Earth. And our Spider-Man, quote unquote, I didn't make the the sign that time. But But he's pointing to himself. The Spider-Man from our world. With a pen. Is Peter B. Parker. You know, the one who's tired. And just casually good at everything he's done it so much so long even when he's complaining about it he just casually walks up and down inside of a building he he just as he's walking oh my gosh i loved loved that miles guilt tripped him and it worked (laughs) well and even before that he he flips down onto that car turns around as miles is talking and says no no i got the thing he goes oh you got that give it to me there's always one and i gotta get that and so Miles tries to hide it. He pretends not hear him and understand him and just to, to whip it out of his mouth, which like, yep, he's he's been around this block so often. He just gets it. That was so funny. My physics moment, though, is a Peter B. Parker one because he walks up that other building, gets to the lip and he jumps and falls onto the roof. No, <laughs> I've watched that so many times. I'm like, that's not physics. No, no, gravity's pulling him back. If he jumps, he'll hang for a second or jump away from the wall. He won't go back towards where the roof is. How? (laughs) I've sat so long thinking about that. But that is my official physics moment. The backup ones were just basically so many of the normal Spider-Man things where they they thwip straight up, whether there's something there or not, and they grab things. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that I... makes zero sense in this movie. Well, just well, just in that in part, this... really. Like, if you imagine they actually are connected to something, a lot of the pendulum physics the and all that works pretty well. Makes sense. Like, they, they have to pull to get more momentum, all that I kind of stuff. I gotta tell you, when Peter B. Parker shows up, and then he's attached to Miles. <laughs> we almost yeah. didn't hear things because Beth was laughing oh so God. hard. I was laughing so hard that he's hauling Miles. 
then there's stuff. Or Miles is hauling Peter B. Parker around, and they're attached to stuff, and then they're not. And the police calls as there's a kid dressed as Spider Man hauling around a hobo's corpse. Oh my god! She is. She's barely holding it together right now. Oh, that was. Yes, yeah. the Venom Strike uh, thing. Although he didn't know he was zapping him, he had no idea what had happened, and he's got it. He's attached <laughs> to the web, and he can't get it off. And oh, oh my gosh, that was so funny to me. Uh, and and clearly, me. still is because I'm trying yeah. not to laugh. <laughs> She's trying so hard I'm not to fall apart. It, I'm picturing it in my head. All that banging around, and then oh my gosh, hey kid, put down the dead body. Really? Who says that? <laughs> this kid's carrying a body. <laughs> but even even that scene shows just how casually good Peter B is at the job, because even in the moment, the, the split second he has before he's unconscious again, or unconscious, he shoots him with the web. Yes. It just, that's just how good he is. He, he's right. just, he's he's just used to doing it. He's well practiced. Yeah. He's, he's, he's 40 for crying out loud. <laughs> would he be 40 or would he be in his 30s? Because he only done, he's only done it 10 years he's, longer. He said 22 years. He'd been doing it for 22 right, years. Right, which is only 10 years longer than the other part. But Peter in Parker. his original story, but he, what was he, 17? <clears throat> well, I think, I think the one in, in Miles' universe was 20 something. So he'd only been doing it 10 or 12 years longer. He could be. He could be right. Almost approaching. At least approaching. Real, real. I mean, Peter Parker got bit by the spider when he was a senior, seventeen, eighteen years old, Mm -hmm. twenty-two years. And he ended up. He died at twenty-six. Well, that was at one. Oh, there you go. Twenty-six. So then, ten or twelve years longer. Yeah, thirty-six, thirty-eight. Yeah. So he's right up there. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, he's tired. The guy that liked to fight off the Nazis. I thought that was. Oh yeah. Nicholas Cage as Spider-Man Noir. I'm like, can can you have a better casting? That was perfect, oh. I must say. And I didn't I heard him talking and I I didn't think too much of it cuz I was trying to follow everything and then I saw the name in the credits and I said, oh, "He was Spider-Man, wasn't he?" <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Uh, he was Spider-Man, Spider-Man wasn't Nazis. he? Like there weren't about 14 Spider-Men in there. <laughs> hey, hey Chris, was Nicholas Cage Spider-Man? He was a Spider-Man, yeah. He was, was so the Nazi fighting one. Yes, he likes to punch Nazis and drink cream something. Egg creams. Egg creams. Yes, because in that time you couldn't have cream or cheese or anything. During the Nazis? No. Well, it was called during egg- the Holocaust. Oh, well, during the Nazis. World War II. That's what I meant to say during World War II. But Allow no, me to fit you children. Egg cream is a drink. They, they mixed, raw, put egg in some... Oh, okay. Something and it was a drink you got at the soda okay. shop at Soda Fountain. Soda Fountain. <laughs> you had soda That's jerks. True. Soda oh, jerks no. who who yeah. get those for you. <laughs> but yeah, it was some egg thing. I mean, it was yeah. it was a real drink. Okay then. <laughs> now, there's there's one thing that they just threw in there when Doctor Octopus first reveals herself. He's held down. He goes, I bet your friends call you Doc Ock, don't they? She goes, no, no. My friends call me Liv. Yes. My enemies call me Doc Ock. 
Then when we're at Aunt May's house, house, she she says, says, oh, great, great. it's It's Liv. Liv. What? I know. Uh, I caught that. Well, (laughs) let me tell you, wasn't Aunt May's shed pretty cool? Yeah. He's got a whole bat cave or spider cave. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> Can't cool. Can't be a bat cave because he's not bat themed. But it's kind of like the bat cave. Yeah, it's really? better because it's Spider Man. I never seen Batman movies either. I really liked, and I think I'll like if I watch the Marvel movies, mm-hmm. is the fighting because I love Pokemon and I love <laughs> back to that? Pokemon battling. So <laughs> I like it. So, so you like, what is it I you like, like about Pokemon battling then? I just like to watch them fight. Okay, so you just like when they kind of clash at each other? Yes, okay. especially when they're using two moves and they're head-to-head. Okay, and so you like watching the way things move together? Yes. Yeah, so you might like some of the Marvel movies for that, because as Beth can tell you, there's a lot of fighting in those. Oh, yes. Sometimes I get over it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's dark and I can't even tell yeah. who's fighting. Sometimes <laughs> I don't even know who the people are. The dark stuff is weird. No. Was there anything in the movie, Dalton, that you didn't like? There's not really much I didn't like. It's just some of the random things that they just threw in for no reason. Like what? They just needed more time in the movie. Like what? Yeah. Like, um... Well, he didn't have any backstory, so he might not have known who Aunt May was. Yeah. No, I, but it's sort of why when you su- suggested it, I was like, well, this would be cool. Someone who's seen it a lot. Someone who's just watched them all once. Someone who's never seen any of it. Yeah, but just those little effects. You know. No, you have to tell us. We don't know. It's okay. You have time, man. Uh, I don't. I don't know right now. I'm trying to think of what it was. Oh, like you said, the boom crash, the onomatopoeias. Like you didn't like that. I thought it was weird because they just. I feel like they just threw it in for no. Well, they were making it like the comic, so that was the reason. Yeah. Because this is they were bringing it in from the comic books. Yeah. It, it's it's an, om, an homage to the comic books, but also it's... It's a little random, it, though, because sometimes they did it and sometimes they didn't. It's, it's for extra effect. Like when Prowler walks in and he opens his hand, he's done that a few times. But when he does it at Aunt May's house, you get that green and purple snicked. And so it's just when they need extra effect, they throw something like that in there. First time when he's doing all the wall stuff and the, the birds are hitting him, peck, peck, peck. Like, it's just showing, yeah, it's just showing, it's enhancing, just like they do it in the comics. It's not every time someone gets punched, but when you need an enhanced effect to show, hey, this is different. Like the pigeons absolutely destroyed. (laughs) That was funny. Oh my gosh, that was funny. (laughs) But uh, no, no, I still, I, I didn't need that. I really enjoyed the way they did the spider sense in this. Oh, that was cute. I, yes, I caught that. Because the, the the first time, as he's kind of adjusting to everything, we kind of see the world wash out as different things highlight that are dangerous. But it's sort of like kind of he's adjusting to it. And then all of a sudden, everything goes silent and you see look out behind him and you start seeing the squigglies around his head. So we don't anymore need to see the world wash out. We just see the squigglies when stuff like that happens. And we saw it on everybody. Yeah. And and. I thought it was cool that Spider-Sense can somehow, like, identify other Spider-Sense. So they were all able to identify each other. Maybe it's a convenient thing they added, but... it's a- Oh, you're one of us. You're one of me. Uh-huh. You're like me. I don't know if they're just able to sense that or what. Well, I mean, we don't really understand what 
the spider sense is because it'll be described as a basically a danger sense. But then he'll use it for a lot of things. Right, and spiders don't actually have that anyway. How do you know? Because I'm a spider. Oh no! Somebody, (laughs) I need a fly swatter. (laughs) No, spiders are good as long as they're not on top of you. As long as they're not in the house, so you have to get out. No, you want spiders in the house. They no, are good. No, I don't like it. You just don't want them on you. <laughs> why don't you want? Why don't? Why do you want them in the house? They kill. They eat bugs. They, oh yeah, they're the best. As long as the, spiders, you are welcome to be in my place whenever you want. Just stay off of me. I don't. I don't want to see them. Yeah, no. that's all I care about. I don't want to see you. You can be here, but just I don't want to see you. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to see you. Eat all the bugs for me, but. Do it under the couch. <laughs> well, one thing we do, and I don't even know if we did it on all the other ones, but I definitely want to do it on this one, is we have our superhero and our super normal moments. I got nothing. And so the way this works, Dalton, while your mom thinks, because I'm going to make her do the first one. <laughs> the way this works is we try and find one moment that we think is like the most superhero moment in the whole movie and point it out. So you could say, if you want... That it's the moment he, he takes his dad's words to heart and becomes Spider-Man. That could be your superhero moment. Or something else if you say. want. And then the super normal moment is sort of the opposite of that. So superheroes aren't normal people, but they play normal people when they're out of their con. I know what I'm going to say. Okay. You know what you're going to say already? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give it to us. What's your superhero moment? superhero moment was when he did his... Um, Miles did his leap of faith. Okay. And his super normal moment was when um, Peter B. shot his webs and tied him up. Mm. And you think that's a normal person moment? What? Oh, what? how what? Miles reacted to that? Yes. Kind of just like, I don't know what to do now? Yes. Yeah. Because gotcha. cause even though Sp- Miles is Spider-Man, in that moment he was just another dude because he couldn't compete. He was just helpless like everyone else. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very cool. No pressure, Beth, but your son just came up with them instantly. What are yours? My super I have my super normal moment. Okay. My super normal moment is his dad there uh Okay. Oof. I got an even better one. Okay. My super normal moment of this movie is the dad dropping him off at school the first time. <laughs> And then flips on the siren and talks to him and says, love you too, dad. Come on. Love you too, dad. Whatever he says. That is you my have super, to say, I love you. That is my so super normal moment of this movie speaker. because that is so something a lot of parents at least think about doing whether they can or not. So super normal moment. Definitely that moment. Okay. That does make sense. Though. And I think I actually need to find the moment to watch myself. My superhero <laughs> moment is all is Miles, and it's that moment where he's holding Peter B. Parker above the um. Oh yeah, the portal thing. The por- yeah, thanks portal. Two that's a good word to hold that. And and he's saying, "I got this," and he exudes enough faith in himself that. Peter lets go and goes back and he gives Peter the faith in himself too. <laughs> I it, That was a really, so that one can kind of wrap up in superhero and supernormal, really trying to get your friend mm-hmm. 
to believe in themselves also. <laughs> but that is my my superhero moment is I got this. It's it's definitely a great moment because it's it's what a lot of the movie has been doing, which is kind of turning things around. You know, Miles is the person learning and Peter's teaching. All of a sudden, then in that moment, Miles is saying, no, you have to do you. I'll take care of this. And it just, it flips everything around, just like we've been doing a lot of the movie. And he had made a promise. What yeah. are yours, Chris? So my super normal moment is Miles envisions, he wakes up first day as Spider-Man, really. Yeah. And it's like when a, when a younger kid first learns a word. Yeah. They want to use it all the time. He's applying everything. He's like, oh, this must be puberty. And he gets nervous around the girl and everything is just puberty this and it's, it's all puberty and, and it's guess. just it was like puberty so... something was happening <laughs> and just sort of that that can't control yourself thing the whole having very little self-control saying some things out loud it was just it was very i remember that being like that you know still <laughs> well, yesterday that was yesterday everyone on, on the way up here <laughs> okay that was five minutes ago maybe <laughs> my superhero moment though is miles is also getting it because but it's also spider gwen and peter b because gwen is falling towards the the collider and he just throws himself after her without really a plan but he grabs her and then shoots his web up and peter b grabs it, and so they get this quick I saved you, now it's teamwork thing. It was awesome. It was a really cool teamwork moment. I considered that moment also because I <laughs> thought that moment was pretty awesome. It was it was great. But yeah, like, the, the whole turnaround thing definitely was happening all movie because at the very beginning we get Mary Jane talking about how everyone, anyone can wear the mask, anyone can be Spider-Man. Even Peter Parker said he just happened to be the one that got bit. We see that throughout the movie where there's a lot of people who get bit quote unquote because they don't all get it that way and then at the end miles says basically the same thing he's like anyone can wear the mask you could be spider-man and it's like it's so cool to bookend the movie like that i thought it was really cool that miles made his spider-man outfit too just Mm. like you know but that it was tagged yes and it was it was cool and his it was his style yes it's cool but it's also Sort of like how the web's not sticking anything kind of bothers me because we know there's not a lot of time between when he goes and gets it and when he goes to fight. We know it's like not even an hour and he spray painted that painted that suit. Yeah, whatever. Don't It was a, hey, hey, Don't be in a hey. don't be in a closed room with spray paint. It was He puts in, a mask that he spray painted. It was in the spider cave. Anything could happen in the spider <laughs> cave. The, but even even when he's looking at those suits that's another moment that they kind of flip on you. Because the first time, we shoot it from his perspective, looking up. He's too short for the suit. Yeah. The next time we see it, we're kind of looking at Spider-Man. And because of the angle, his face fits in the mask. Yeah. So they just kind of flip it on him. I caught that too. It's it's such a small thing, but it visually tells the story without there saying, now the suit fits. He's excited. It is. It's, it's exciting. He's, he's super excited. There's hand gestures and bouncing and everything. <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to do? Do you want to do your moment? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I... I'm going to skip, skip my moments okay. in this movie. You want to do your Beth moment? <laughs> <laughs> you all understand. He may understand, but he, I don't know. He was listening to him for a bit. 
Yeah, I don't think so anymore. <laughs> I think we've watched all the webs. We have. We have watched all the webs that aren't MCU. And those are coming up because... All right. But no, until next but time. But until then, thank you for watching the web with us. And listening to all us dorks. <laughs> Look, he's decided he's a dork too. <laughs> Thanks, Dalton, for joining us. <laughs> yes, thank you, Dalton. Thanks, Beth, for knocking at the mic again. <laughs> I always do. Come on, you have to cut out more of my noise than anything. La 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 la. And on that note, I'm Chris. I'm Dalton. And I am Beth. And anyone can be Spider Man. Anyone can wear the mask. Thanks for listening to Cinematic Sagas, a part of the As If You Didn't Know network. Episodes release every other Wednesday. That jaunty tune you hear is Comic Hero by Kevin McLeod, and he's used under the Creative Commons license. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes. We would love to hear from you, so send emails to saga at asifydk.com, our Twitter and Instagram handles, asifydk, and our website, asifydk.com. That's the words as, if, and the letters Y, D, K. See you there.